With us today is Lisa Headley, Ayurvedic practitioner, founder of the Mayflower Spa. This is Lisa Headley's strategies for dealing with stress. Lisa can be found at lahlife, L-A-H-life.com, on the web. My favorite thing to say, hello, Lisa. Hello. Uh, Who that you know isn't ready for spring? I've never seen such a desperate population in all my life. I guess because we've had this winter that... Is it an unprecedented winter? I think it, it's people are fact, saying it is. I, I think that people, it was quite repetitive. Um, last year was a fairly hard winter, which people sort of forgot. It wasn't a warm, warm, warm summer. And because we have all become so enscreened, when you turn on your device and you find out that it's just going to keep happening, it's, it's weirdly Groundhog's Day. <laughs> so well, I, I think that uh, affected yeah. a lot of people. Plus, yes. I mean, plus there were some uh, other external inconveniences. <laughs> well, so this makes this today's topic all the more important because getting ready for spring is always something that you should think about and we should do. And we'll talk about the basic factors about what that means for your, you know, body complex. But this year in particular, because people are A, so desperate to sort of launch into that mode and they feel so star- more starved than usual is what I'm hearing and sensing and being and et cetera, more starved than usual for the delights of spring, shall we say. In other words, not having to dig your way out of your house, not fearing that you're going to fall on a patch of ice or slip on black ice you can't see. So there's all kinds of things that are contriving to make people particularly desperate. Well, and there's something else that we have to throw in there. Um, From December 21st, and this is mildly astrological, but there was a, a, a big shift that is just starting to abate but the problem is that ongoing situations like long-term chronic illnesses and such came to a an abrupt end and so there's also the need to create new patterns and routines for people who are no longer there that's very interesting and it it combines because there's been there's nothing for me, quite as stress-making as knowing that something has to be different, but not knowing what the components are or how to go about making it different. It's, it's an enforced change, is what I'm saying. People are yes. also up against a lot of enforced changes. Yes, and I guess that's, perf- that's the perfect way to say it, because that is right exactly where we are. This show is about how to do it, what you should be thinking about to get ready for spring. And... Let me give the sort of the overarching, the basic concept here is that in the wintertime, when it's cold, your body, consequently your mind, consequently your emotions, go into hibernation mode. We talk about that all the time. But what does that mean? Well, from a dietary perspective, it means that you get some extra winter padding. You eat rich, heavier foods that keep you insulated, as it were. And this is, people even do this... Um, you know, subconsciously. And a lot of people, as you know, on their juicing fasts and their juicing fads and their, you know, all these little diet fads, they have um, countermanded common sense in many respects. So I have a a bunch of clients who are chronic (laughs) um, cleansers, as we like to say. And what that does is that creates something in your, it's unnatural for your body in the winter for the most part, if you eat seasonally. 
And therefore, when you get to the spring, your body has been in this kind of confused state of wanting to hold on to things. So your metabolism changes anyway. Your metabolism will shift for you. But if you're not feeding yourself the right foods, then you've kind of screwed up your system. Follow? So uh, I'm positing that there's many people out there who are going to say, well, I don't have that extra couple of pounds and I don't know. But they don't have it because they didn't do something which would have been natural for their body. So their body clock, their body metabolic natural function is out of whack anyway. So either you have, you're facing a natural process of wanting to shift the way you feel and the way you've been eating and the way you, you function in nature, or you've got to get yourself back on track. So back to your question of how, what are we going to do? Well, the first thing that we think about seasonally in the spring is a detoxification process. <laughs> so again, that's a really loaded word in this day and age because everybody's detoxing all the time and they're not paying a whole lot of attention or giving a lot of credit to their body to be able to do that naturally. So like I always say, you know, as I always say, if your body is relatively healthy, then your liver and your pancreas and your adrenals are functioning in a way that you're producing the right hormones, you're, you're filtering the right way, you're doing things which are the detoxification process naturally. But, uh, you know, l let's just look at what happens in the spring. So th th what we're thinking about is detoxing. And our, our, let's think of this first. Our first thought is always of the physical body right? So what you think about in that is what we're talking about, diet and shedding an extra pound so you can wear a bathing suit, etc. But you also have to look at, in Ayurveda, we talk about koshas, which are the different sort of layers of our being. And those go from the grossest, the outside physical body. The next layer is thought to be the energetic body. That's, you know, the pranic body, as it were, the body that brings in air and expels air and interacts with the world, the energetic body, that's the body that gets stressed, right? That's the one where we don't have enough energy to meet the demands of the day. Um, then comes the mental, then comes, you know, the, uh, the more wooey stuff, the karmic and the cosmic. So those are all different layers that we think about in Ayurveda. So like with all things, you want to be thinking about detoxing each of those layers. So that's just one way to start thinking about your world is don't just think about the gross outer layer of, wow, I have managed to amass an inch of extra belly fat, which, you know, none of us really want. And that this is a good time to sort of start thinking about melting that away. Um, but we also want to think about that energetic body, which has gotten a little slower and duller to accommodate the tempo of the season. Um, and that mental body, which follows suit, so as your mind goes, so does your body go. So if you have been in a more lethargic state and a couple of extra pounds, then your mind may also be a little on the lethargic side. But once the day is bright and you want to get out into the world in a warmer, you know, 57 degrees in New York. But it starts to activate itself. I mean, it's 43 yes. degrees here, but... Yes. It's still yes. not 21. It starts to activate itself, but you have to honor that and make space for it and make way for it. And the most obvious way to do that is with your food, All right, what now, you're taking in. Yeah. But before you do that, because this is, this is a client issue that I'm curious about, sorry, mm -hmm. um, honor that, that you know, acknowledge that that's happening. Because what I often find is people, oh, I've got an extra pound of belly fat. Well, you know what? A lot of it, 
just by virtue of you being able to go outside, it's the honoring it process before you start, okay, now I'm going to, and before you get manic and still don't breathe down to your heart chakra because, (laughs) you know, it's the honoring it part. So that you can then absorb it and move on that I would like you to spend a little yeah, more time And it's time another on. way of saying that just realize where you are and realize what the natural world is going to do for you. I think so. I think so. Because that awareness is the first step. You know, just take a minute and understand that you don't have to race out and just do all the rage detox for, for three, you know, a master cleanse for four weeks. That may not serve you. That may not be, in fact, what's going to serve your body especially if you're one of those chronic detoxers who's already been fooling with that process in your body. That may not be the way to get yourself ready for spring. So you got to be very careful to look at yourself and see where you are and do, as you say, this kind of realization process of, hmm, this is what's going on. So I'm just, the first thing to point out is that there are these different levels of ourselves, you know, in quotes. Um, So... That's just why I like to give that little framework. But then just on a very basic, simple, what can I do level, let's think about it. Early spring, just think about what's going on in the world. Animals are digging out those bitter roots, dandelion greens, things like that. What's that? Oh, those are the things that help scrub your liver and the villi of your intestinal tract. Then we get lots of sprouts, you know, those things that are rich in chlorophyll, those, you know, green sprouty things. At the beginning of the summer, there's broccoli sprouts and every kind of sprout you can imagine. Those are uh, the fertilizer, really, that, that fertilize all those microbes that live in your intestines. And then in the late spring come all the berries and cherries and all those things that are loaded with all the antioxidants that you need. To get, and you know what that does in the in the parlance of Ayurveda, those antioxidants are the lymph movers, and the lymph is the stuff that can stagnate in your body over a long winter's hibernation or fatty foods that you've been eating. So that that's the roadmap. The roadmap is look at what the animals are doing. It's very simple. They are doing a very natural process seasonally, and so I really like this this vision of seasonal eating, and whatever that means to you. But be careful because seasonal in your supermarket is you know there's berries all year round, right? And, but, and when you are city when when you are city living, and I having I was just in the city yesterday, and I have to say it was much nicer. When I say nicer, it was cloudy, but it was warmer there. It was war- th- th- what was warmer there was just sort of bone damp here, mm-hmm. and obviously there is more snow here, it, just because. On the other hand, um, there is that black soot encrusted ice where if you try to get out of a vehicle <laughs> in the city and yeah. you happen to be wearing waterproof shoes, you know you, you you have a real good chance of landing on your bottom, you know. So it's 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 not that it's oh gosh it's just Jamaican beach, but unless you are as a city dweller, you find a way to attune yourself. Just you've got tons of parks or whatever. Just go outside, and because I ended up sitting with people who were essentially complaining about jackhammers, and they are not being they are not able to access the shift in the 
season, if you will, because their 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 very immediate world is being tormented by jackhammers. And it's separating yourself from that so you can see what the animals are doing so that you can make a good choice for yourself Right, in but even modeling. if you can't, even if you're an inveterate city dweller, you, you just can know these things intellectually, too. So, you know, for some people, they're just never going to get in touch with that, but they should know. And for those people, don't feel bad about it, but do recognize that there are these natural classical patterns to the way people eat in different seasons, and they're there for a reason, And our bo- because we're animals, and our bodies know what they need. So, you know, the first thing is, eat seasonally. And I was just, I was looking at the New York Times, and there's a, a recipe for Billy Bye, kind of a creamy, mushroomy, or muscle soup. and. And they're saying it's the perfect spring soup. It is? And I'm like, really? Wow. You and that's I, exactly what you kind of don't want to be eating this spring. That is You're so really funny because I looked at that and I saw the perfect spring soup and I said, oh, I don't know what this is. And I looked at the ingredients and I thought, really? Exactly. Well, see, you are, um, you are much more aware than the average chiquita, but it's absolutely true. So let's think about this. Forget what the animals are doing. Let's just look at what's going on. Ice and snow are melting. So in the fall, what's happening? The winds are blowing. The leaves are crisping up. They're getting dry. So the conditions are dry and windy in the fall and in the winter. Everything is kind of closed down, tight, or then a drum. It's dry and cold and brisk. But in the spring, what happens? Things get mushy. Things get muddy. Things get gunky. Well, that's what's happening in your body. Things are mushy and gunky, and you want to help the mush and gunk thaw and wash itself out of your system. That's why the astringent and bitter roots. That's why we recommend what we call CCFT, in particular at this time of year, cumin, coriander, fennel. You take those three dried herbs, crush them up together, put them in a little bouquet garni bag or stick them in a, you know, a tea cylinder or get one of those tea bags that you can make yourself or just boil it together in a pot and then strain it. Cumin, coriander, fennel, CCFT. It's a lymph mover. It's a thin, it, it will help get the gunk flowing and going. It will cleanse the bloodstream. It will help all those processes that naturally want to happen at this time of year. So that's the really easy way to think about this. Just think of your body as a microcosm of the macrocosm of what's going on outside. Okay. And you will come up with exactly the way to behave and exactly the way to behave when you're feeling gunky and mushy would not be, to my mind, if I thought about it for any period of time, to eat creamy, heavy things. Because creamy, heavy things have the same quality as slushy, mucky, muddy stuff. So why would you want to add those two things together at a time when you're trying to do the opposite? So that's, you know, and then there's the sort of like, why would you mix dairy with fish in any case, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Um, It's not a whole other story. It's a dietary story. It is a dietary story. Ask yourself, you know, it's why you don't sprinkle Parmesan cheese on your pasta with shrimp. You know how people in America, we sprinkle Parmesan cheese on everything. And the Italian waiters are always looking at Americans going, oh, my God, really? really? You want Parmesan cheese for that? Yeah. That, really? But, um, you know, there's certain sort of intuitive prohibitions against food combinations. And that would be one of them. But at this time of year in particular, just, you know, 
don't go there. Don't go to ice cream. It's cold and it's dairy gunk. So these are the things that are going to stop up your digestion. It's not going to create and encourage flow because the goal of a cleanse or a detox of any nature is to loosen up the gunk in there and then to help it naturally flow out of the body. Right? We don't really want to create roto-rooter in our body. We just want it to happen naturally. We want to dislodge the gunk and then send it into the tract of the body where it is processed and removed. So that's, that's the way I want people to think about getting ready for spring. Getting ready for spring is a project just like uh, you know, shoveling out the last of the slush or spreading it around to encourage it to melt faster. Right, or, or or trying to do something around that. And I think that also this is key. Use, use the support of the external world if you can. Because in a lot of cases, um, it just makes life a heck of a lot easier. If you can go outside and breathe in some real air for a couple of minutes, right? that's great. You're going to feel better about whatever it is. And these are all um, things that were harder to do when there were icicles piercing your lungs every time you went outside. And but, you know, yeah, and then there's some other sort of the daily routine things that you can do. So those are, that could be part of this sure. daily routine thing. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's very, not- very important. But, you, you know, it's a really, if you're not already doing some kind of self-massage, this is a really brilliant time in the morning to just take some uh, either body balm, you know, there's a bunch of good stuff out there on the market, or a warming oil like a sesame oil or yeah, sesame is good because it's a heating oil. Rub it between your palms so that it gets nice and warm and then do some self-massage always towards the heart because you're trying to get the lymph to move. You're trying to get any stagnation in there to move. So really, if you're not doing that self-massage, do it now. Gently rub your fingers down your neck to encourage the lymph to cleanse. You know, that's just really key. And then you can do it with breath. You can, as you're suggesting, go outside and just breathe in some fresh air. Take a brisk walk to get that happening for your body. Um, but you can, more importantly, you could sit and do a practice. You could do a bellows breathing practice, which I think we've talked about before. But you, you know, Expand and contract your diaphragm. So you're going (laughs) like a bellows. You're breathing in strong and out strong, in strong and out strong, as long as you don't have any heart or hypertension problems. But in and out very strongly for 30 seconds. And that, let me tell you, gets your system going. It flushes out your system. And it also kind of wakes you up and it makes me feel really bright and chipper about the day. But that's, you know, whatever. Um, So, you know, all that kind of get things circulating. And then... Again, if you're not doing it, now's a really good time just to do it for a couple of weeks religiously. Neti, salt water irrigation of your nasal passages because this is the time of year when people get allergies and they get spring colds. And that is nothing more than kapha building in your body. It's the wet, slushy, mucky stuff, read as mucus, that's going to gather and build. And so you will hear, you will see, and if you talk to doctors, you'll hear about the spring sinus, the allergy, the blah, blah, blah. That's all that cloggy stuff. So we got to move that clog. 
So it's the massage, it's that bellows breathing, and it's neti to clear the nasal passages. Remember, please use distilled water and or boil water for 10 minutes before you stick it in your nasal passages. People really forget to do that, and it needs to be clean water. You can't have water from a tap where it's potentially... Well, that has all sorts of things in it, including whatever yeah. your Culligan man used to put in it. Yeah, and then remember, in general, your spring grocery list. It should be spicy, bitter, astringent things, things that are light, dry, and warming. So think about your food. Is ice cream any of those things? No, ice cream is the exact opposite of all those things. Is cream soup with mussels in it any of those things? <laughs> no, it's none of those things. But, you so, know, it, it, unfortunately, I spend... A lot of time banging on, pro- probably people are just ready to strangle me at this juncture, but I spend a lot of time banging on about context. And, you know, even with a newspaper, especially with a newspaper, consider the context of the story because while that is a splendid recipe for November, I don't know how you can really, if you're not thinking that way, look at it as a spring. I mean, it, it's, it, it's gunky. Even as delicious as it yeah, is, and anything it is. that's gunky. And it, it says, you know, the other whole take on the article was that it's, I think the headline was something like, it's the soup that heralds spring or something. And, you know, that's a lovely title. And since we're all into heralding spring right now, we're desperate to, in fact, you know, you, you think, oh, okay, this is great. But it really is the exact opposite of great. And it's, it, it really, if you read the story, it was about how since we haven't been able to harvest seafood for so long because of this abominable winter, um, it's really the first chance we have, crack we have at seafood. That's really what the article's about. So I'm so all So take over the seafood it. with a little bit of parsley and some fresh, you know, some How fresh herb. How about it? And put Perfect. It, put it with a little light olive oil or something. And, and some spice yeah, in a and broth that's going to be cleansing. And you're, you're in great shape. And it, it's just, it's just naturally your body will, will, th- will respond to that in a positive way. It surely will. So I, I just, that's all. It's really just about, you know, get ready for spring. Be ready. Ready mentally, physically, emotionally. Get all your little parts of yourself in order to face that challenge. And the challenge is a happy one at this time of year, although I do... I always remember when I was a kid, I would get a little bit melancholy because there seemed to me to be so much possibility in the air and so much excitement that I I, I was like, oh, kind of overwhelmed by that. And so if you have that in your temperament as well, be careful of that. Don't overwhelm yourself with joy or excitement or anything. Just take it as it comes and be there with what's really going on. And if you live in a warmer climate where the change is more subtle, let me assure you, it is a change. It's a subtle change, but it's a change. I know people in the southern part of the nation, in the Floridas and the Texases of our world, that is, it goes from this sort of cooler, drier thing to bingo, a humid, getting hotter, spring rainy thing so and that it's, too it's, it's has wetter. its muck and its heaviness and it, it, that that too requires as you say its own particular uh, readiness recipe but it's a subtle shift and yep. it's one we have to pay attention to so wherever you are whoever you are pay attention for yourself what the subtle shifts are doing and how you have to respond to them and get help if you don't know the answer 
call a nutritionist, call a health coach, call a wellness guy, call me. <laughs> Just do something for yourself so that you can thrive and have a great summer. Thank you very much, Lisa Headley, Ayurvedic practitioner, founder of Mayflower Spa, Lisa Headley's strategies for dealing with stress. Lisa can be found at lalife, lahlife.com on the web. Hamara Sukun